talk. I gotta tell what I feel. I gotta talk about my life as I see it. Ricky. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, gangster. Yeah, sons. <laughs> Get it how you live. So we do, son. Come in, son. Get it how you live, son. Straight up, straight up. Yo, we're gonna have to uh we're gonna have to and talk then, uh, to our producer friend extraordinaire. You know, and then we just kick in the podcast door, son. You know what I'm saying? Waving lyrical four fours. That's son. right. <laughs> we're gonna be dropping jewels, jewels. Spitting lyrical bullets at your Yo, dome, straight up son. at your dome piece. Spitting lyrical darts. Blackouts, blackouts, blackouts. These twelve jewels. And then we're gonna be like, "Yo, your kids don't even gotta go to summer school these this year. Just." Just listen to the Get It How You Live podcast once a week. They're going to get all the knowledge they need to move on to the next grade. It's Don't matter what grade. Don't matter what grade. It's <laughs> first, second, third, all the way to 12th. <laughs> Don't matter. This is one size fits all, baby. Come see me. You don't say? <laughs> Ask about me. How <laughs> out a player when you spin in the streets. Excuse me, Principal Ross, Principal Ross. How am I doing in the school of Get It How You Live? <laughs> when was the last time you listened to an episode? You're failing. You're failing. You need to listen to more. You need to get more in your life. How are you doing, sir? Uh, I'm good. I'm chilling. It's, it's been a week. Yes, my friend, it has. It has. Um, I, uh... I, you know what I'm very bad at doing, and I, I, oh, I'm just, I'm bad at introducing. You know, we never introduce. On this, it's just because we assume everybody knows who we are, huh? That's true. Yeah, you know, well, I mean, that's a sign of a, of a. I mean, I don't even know where I was going with that. Um, <laughs> you know, we're, uh, we're big in our community. Word. <laughs> All right, so you know let's start I mean? with you. Let's start with you. Why don't you introduce yourself for our listeners, man? Well, no, I want to introduce you, my no. man, because you're you're the you're the reason for the show. Right? Oh, get the out of here! So, everybody, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, mm. <laughs> I'd like you. Or I'm sorry, I'd like to introduce you to the one and only one half of Get It How You Live podcast, my main man. R O double S. And the crowd goes wild as if on the field has just won the fight. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, far too kind. Far too kind. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And and and, and on behalf of this half of the Get It How You Live podcast, I'd like to introduce you all to the one, the only, often imitated, <laughs> never duplicated. Uh-oh. Mr. Senor, because what, what do we say? Um, <clears throat> nothing but illustrious guests. Well, he's the illustrious other half. He's like the white blood cells of the show. Wow, wow, wow. I, I give you, I give you, Senor Saul Ureña. Wow, 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 wow. You're too kind, my friend. You're too kind. <laughs> well observed, well observed. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I just figure, uh, you know, I can't imagine 
being somebody who who just uh, starts to listen to this and has absolutely no idea who no are. clue who these two fools are yeah so you know they can always go back to this one episode uh where we uh where we introduce ourselves but anyways um yo it has been a week um how was your week what's what's been up with you man you know what um it was a good week um <laughs> yo <laughs> It was a good week, like just regular, regular work. Son went to school. You know, daughter got her new car, so she's no longer sharing a car with me. I think we went over that last last Friday. If we didn't, boom! Now y'all know. Um, but but the highlight of the week, believe it or not, ladies and gents, has been uh, this Kwame Brown fire. Yeah, <laughs> that I've been. Uh, <laughs> that I've uh, somehow stumbled upon. And you know what's funny? Ooh. What's funny is that, and I hope he doesn't come for me. What's funny is that, I mean, I feel for him. And I and I kind of get where he's coming from because Kwame Brown has been the butt of basketball jokes for the better part of the last 20 years. Yo. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's and, I mean- Go ahead, go ahead. No, and and it's and it's just like dang, you know. Um, I remember, I re- I I've seen part of why he's so uh, why he's so tight. So there's, I, have you ever watched the um, all the smoke podcast? Uh, yes, it's I. It's actually so I <laughs> that one and the Knuckleheads podcast. I'll. Those are the only ones I, I kind of almost listen through the whole way. If there's a, if there's somebody that that's on there that I want to hear. Okay. That particular so, episode I did not listen to, but I caught the replays just like you did, my friend. Like, well, well, no, like I remember watching. So, which one are you? You talking about the Gilbert Arenas joint? No, what? Because the Knuckleheads one is the one with uh, Darius Miles and uh, and Q Rich. Yeah, Darius. I'm talking about I'm talking about um, Matt Barnes and Stephen yeah. Jackson. Yeah, I know I know which one you're talking about. Okay, so so they there was an episode a couple of weeks ago. It can't it can't even be over over two months where they had Genie Bus on there, right? Okay. And then um <laughs> when they um uh, which I forgot what she I forgot how they got into it, but she was talking about how like you know they had to give up the rights to Mark Gasol and trade away Kwame Brown. Yes, I remember that. Yo, and my man, Matt Barnes, Light Skin Thunder. Yo, I remember when Stephen A. Smith went ham for that trade, just saying, like, he gave <laughs> nobody up for Paul Gasol. So, <laughs> so Matt Barnes was like, oh, so basically you just gave up the rights to Mark Gasol. And then they had a good laugh about it and kept it moving. But, you know, you don't ever think, I mean, and again, like, it's just how fucked up the situation is. You don't ever think that anybody cares in terms of like about Kwame Brown because he's just an afterthought at this point. You know what I'm saying? And and for people who don't know who Kwame Brown is, he was the number one pick in the draft. Michael Jordan picked him out of high school. Shout out to the Wizards. uh, When he was the uh, like the GM or whatever for the Wizards. Yeah. And uh, I mean, oh my goodness. You want to talk about like, so. I don't want to say he's a bust because he made it to the league, and he had a fairly he had he he had a good a good I, I don't want to say good but he had a long career in the league. When you're like seven foot tall, 
you know what I mean? It's easy to have a long career in the league for the most part, I feel yeah. like. I mean, he was about 6'10". You know, he was athletic. That was about it. But, um, but yeah, so this guy got picked number one overall. Michael Jordan pretty much destroyed him in in Washington and, like, practices and everything. I mean, just, like, you want to talk about uh, demoralizing an 18-year-old coming out of high school? 40-year-old Michael Jordan just... There you go. There you go. Because that's that's something else I was going to go into. Because then there was another episode where they had um, (laughs) Hibachi, (laughs) Agent Zero. (laughs) Hibachi. I love, man, I I hate and love Gilbert Arenas. They had him on there and they're talking to him. And somehow, some way, you know, they talk about his tenure and they talk about Kwame Brown. And he was like, yo, Kwame Brown was physically gifted, but he lost all his confidence because of Michael Jordan. Yes. You know what I mean? And then, like, Heads was talking about, like, oh, well, you know, if the guy came at me like that, I would have done this, I would have done that. And then it's just like, yo, I listened to what he had to say, Kwame Brown, over the last week or so. And, um, yo, he makes so much sense. First off, first off, ain't nobody going to say shit to Michael Jordan if he's yelling at you in practice. That's number one. I don't care. I don't care who you think you are. Michael Jordan is – has been in the league. He's not a little man. He's six foot six, two hundred and fifteen pounds at that point in his career. Like he might have had that little old man gut. Yo, that's Michael Jordan. He's that's a grown ass man. You're but eighteen years old. You're it, not gonna say shit to Michael Jordan. That's exactly it. You know what happened? Steve Kerr said shit to Michael Jordan. What did Michael Jordan do? Gave him a two him piece. <laughs> gave him a two piece, and that's my point. Like, yo. Yeah, I forget. He was only 19 years old. So you got a man, a grown-ass man who's 40 and change, coming down on a on a 19-year-old kid, fresh out of high school. Ah, yeah, I know, right? It's like a scenario you and I were in once. <laughs> Talk about it. <laughs> so... So when he you know, so when he dropped that knowledge, I was like, damn, I never thought about it that way. But again, to me... It's been whatever the whole time because we're practically the same age. Mm. You know what I'm saying? He's in our age group. So it was like, ah, you know, it's easy for him to fade. It's like, ah, you know, but we never thought about it Mm-mm. that way. But, yo, this motherfucker right there, Kwame Brown, had some shit to say. You know what I'm saying? He was, Bro, he went off. Yo. He went off. Yo. What what he call uh? I forgot what he called he said, Matt. He said he said Matt Barnes with the with the finger wave curl with the finger curl. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, making fun of his hair. I was, oh man. Oh, said, but he said Stephen A. He said he slapped Stephen A. so hard it looked like he's wearing a toupee. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> he came I, after everybody. And Stephen A.'s response was hilarious. Stephen A. was like, uh, "Yeah, he can say whatever he wants to say." <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, Stephen A was like, "Uh, yeah." I, I mean, it, it was a classic Stephen A response. Yeah, he ain't even worried about it. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, "Oh, yo, Twitter though. Twitter's classic." This uh-huh. Kwame Brown, yo, it was, it was good. I'm glad you brought that up. That was a good laugh. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Laugh. So that was my wow because that 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 definitely uh that definitely made me have a good week. <laughs> you know, so I kept me entertained throughout the week. And then my pal, man. Um, we lost Paul Mooney yesterday. Mm. Not yesterday. It was two days ago. Two days ago. Yes, we did. We lost Paul Mooney two days ago. And um, 
And I really, I really like that dude. Like a lot of people talk about what he did on Chappelle and stuff like that. But even beyond that, you know, he was just like, he would say shit. He would say shit that you wouldn't publicly agree with. You know what I mean? Like you wouldn't agree with it in front of others, quote unquote. But at the but when but when when the lights turned off, when he got to the curb, like that motherfucker was right. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Right, you know, he, he's like, uh, you know, he was like that 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 rude, unfiltered uncle, you know, what I'm saying who comes to the who comes to the cookout, but he don't even drink. He just dropping knowledge. He's just dropping knowledge, and and that's who he was. I mean, and you know, his career spans. If they want to talk about like, yo, he wrote for Richard Pryor, he wrote for Red Fox, he even did some shit for Chris Rock. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Fucked, around, fucked around, fucked around, and did shit with Chappelle. You know, and 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 you you would see like people always giving him credit, and it's crazy because Paul Mooney never really got that big in terms of the mainstream, right? Like when you talk about like crossover, he never got that big in the crossover. But all the greats, or at least the ones that we consider the greats, look up to him. And it's, it's always. Like, Oh, go ahead. Come no, back. go ahead. Go ahead. It's a conversation. Well, no, I was gonna say it's uh, it's funny because uh, it's it's uh, a lot of people never like the writers never get credit, you know. Mm-hmm. But they're really the the ones that that uh, you know, it's almost like they also have the talent to find the person to say what they have to say, like the right person to say, mm-hmm. you know. The, the the thing they want to say the way they want they want it to be said. Yeah. I think that I don't know if that made any sense, but that takes a lot of talent. And it takes a lot of uh uh pride swallowing to be able to step back. Yeah, and let to, somebody uh, else. Let's yeah, exactly. Um you know, like you said, he wrote for Richard Pryor and and and, and a lot of other greats <clears throat> did work with Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock, uh like I mean, you know, most recently, if anything. Uh, but yeah, his, uh, like, even his stand ups are wild. Yeah, his stand ups are wild. You know, it's it's crazy. But, I, you know, a lot of, like, the writers never really get, get, get the credit that they really deserve. <laughs> I feel like yeah. it's always kind of, it always works out that way. But, uh, but they also get paid, though. Missy Elliott, for example, like, songwriting got paid. You know, so if you're okay with that, like I'm okay with getting paid. If someone, you know, if if it's if, if someone else takes the light, the limelight. <laughs> yeah. Now, well, at least at least with Pryor, um, Pryor always gave him credit. He did. He did. Yeah. Pryor always gave him credit. Always said, uh, you know, at the end of shows, he'd be like, "Yo, Mr. Paul Mooney, blah 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 blah." Like he always gave him, gave him, gave him a shout out. But um, yeah. So that was the power. It was just like, damn, yo. Cause he, cause he, he, he was the embodiment. You know how you always hear like, oh well, you know all, all good humor is rooted in truth and all that stuff. Like he definitely was that. Like he would say something. You know, it's, it's the equivalent of you sitting down with somebody and they say some shit. Like you know what, yo, I'm out, man. I can't be a part of this. And then they grab you. Like nah, sit down. You you know you want to hear this. You know you want to hear this. And that was <laughs> that was Paul Mooney. <laughs> that was Paul Mooney. And 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 the, and the, he was the the, the embodiment of. When when somebody when we talk 
about different comedians that we talk about, like, oh, yo, so-and-so said some shit that was funny. And you'll see people laughing, but then it's like the white people are laughing as, along with the black people, but they're laughing for two different reasons. Uh-huh. <laughs> they're laughing for two different reasons. <laughs> so that's um, that was Mooney. That was Mooney. But anyways, you know, that, those were my wilds and pals. I know I went off, and but at the very least, we were able to converse during 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 those moments. What about you, sir? Give me your wilds and pals. You know, uh, again, just a little while was getting through the work week. Uh, it's just this, you know, this job is so just so negative. Mm. But um, uh, besides that, I did find, and I mean, and this is this is a pretty good wow because I I was I. I I kind of I didn't run out of alcohol in the house like liquor, but I ran out of vodka, mm. and that's a big thing because uh, I'm I'm a big vodka guy. If I'm not drinking Makers, like Makers is you know is Makers is it, you know like. But I I I can't have that at the house all the time because I would just I would finish that in probably two nights maybe. Um, so I, I you know it's 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 just that thing, and the uh, same thing with JMO, but. Vodka's okay. I could have a couple of drinks. It's nice. Anyway, point is, the wow. Apparently, uh, there was a sale at the liquor store today, and uh, <laughs> all right, all right, got, talk about uh, it, player. This, uh, what is it like the one point seven five liter or whatever it is? Like the big. I've seen them bottles. <laughs> yeah, I sent you the picture. Uh, it's called Western Suns, whatever that is. Uh, Western yeah. Suns, like Texas vodka or something. So the only reason I I decided to even take a chance on it. Was because it was two for one. For... <laughs> Buy one, get one free. My man hit the bogo. And then uh, it said the Texas thing, and I'm thinking, all right, well, like Deep Eddie's is from Texas, and so is uh, Tito's. And I was like, maybe it comes from that kind of family. You know, I didn't do any research on it. I'm just thinking, do I want to buy a bottle of tequila or do I want to buy a bottle of vodka and get another giant free bottle of vodka with that? And I was like, I, hey, you know, decisions were made. And uh, I did what what was done for best. That's right. <laughs> Decisions were made, indeed. And um, I end up getting this now. It does not taste that good. I made myself a little Moscow Mule uh, with it. Mm. Uh, but you know what? Hey, it is what it is. It's getting the job done. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that was my wow. That was uh, I mean. You can't go wrong with two for one giant bottles of vodka that isn't in a plastic or, you know, in like a plastic container. So it, it, it looks. Oh, no, I did not know it was in a plastic. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying it's not. I'm saying you know you can't go oh, wrong okay. with getting vodka that's not you know if it's two for one, but it's not like it's it's not you know, but it's it's pretty bad. It's like ten times distilled. That's what they're saying. I don't. Know. Oh, all right, all right. Listen, I don't care. <laughs> Uh, all right, Stephen A. That was a Stephen A. response right there. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just, you know, whatever. It's just, I don't care how many times it's distilled. It's just Western Suns, you know? Oof. I'm thinking maybe it's like, uh, like you know, maybe Deep Eddie and Tito's are like brothers, so the Western Suns might be their cousins, you know? <laughs> Something like that. Like, uh... <laughs> but they're like the, 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 the kids they got, like, beef with in the neighborhood. You know what I mean? Like. Texas ain't big enough for the both of us. 
you know, so I don't know. So they got to go two for one style at the liquor store. But that was my wow. It was a, it was a wow. It's a win win, you know. So you win, you win. I mean, two two bottles. What's better than one bottle of vodka? Two bottles of vodka. Holla! Oh wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Say that. Say that again, Ross. I said, what's better than one bottle of vodka? Two bottles of vodka. <laughs> Shots for your dome piece. <laughs> Oh man, and let me see my pals, huh? Yeah, yeah. What what was something that was slightly uh, disappointing or very I mean, disappointing or hurtful? Did you cry this week, Saul? Did you no. cry this week? Uh full disclosure, I did not cry for the Paul Mooney passing, but I was saddened. Although the ancestor was about 79 years old, he would have turned 80 in August. So it wasn't like, you know. I mean, 80's still kind of young. <clears throat> I mean, I ain't, I ain't about people passing. Period. Eighty. I, I mean, yeah. In this day and age, heads heads could heads could keep it going for a hot minute if they take care of themselves. I think like once you get in your nineties, that's kind of like, uh, all right, you're old. Like in your nineties is old. But yeah, when we had a heart attack. Five. There's still a chance, you know. I feel depends on how healthy you you've kept yourself, you've maintained. But I I don't think eighties that bad. I you know I mean my grandpa was. It was like 95 or something or 96. I forgot how when he passed, but when he was in his eight, when he was 80, he, he, I, he was like, I looked like he was 60. Um, so yeah, I, yeah, like, gramps, your gramps yeah, look good, my, bro. My mom's dad, RIP. I love that old man, Manuel Santana, good, bro. But you know what I mean? Like, so that's why I was like, uh, to me, the age thing is like weird because it's like, well. How old was he? 80, I remember. And then I was like, yeah, but this man could still beat me in a race. Like, I remember he could run and jump around and stuff. I was like, oh. Man's had his little spot at the flea market. Yeah, he's a tailor, you know, doing his thing. Shout out. Shout out to, you know, Manuel Santana. But, uh. Rest in peace to the ancestor. (laughs) But, yeah, so I I, I don't know. I think 80, to me, 80 is still, I don't think it's that old. You know, it depends on how, how fit you are for the most part. Do a lot of squats. Squats are the thing, everybody. All right, squats. Because you you ever look at old people, like for the most part, and, and they always have such a hard time uh, getting up out of seating, out, out, like when they're sat down or out of chairs, yeah. and it's like impossible for them to get back up. Um, so, mm-hmm. and I heard this on NPR years ago. So they had a, <laughs> you know, shout out to NPR's uh, Sunday show, uh, Growing Boulder. <laughs> Yo, that's a <laughs> WMFE show. You know what I mean? Like not growing older, but growing bolder. Yeah, yeah, that's a WMFE <laughs> show with, with the homie Mark Middleton. Yo, I love whatever. It's a good, it's a good enough show. No, 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 no. I, I got you. What I'm I'm saying it's a WMFE yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. I want people to know that these people are local. Really? Growing yeah. bolder? Yeah, that's local, son. Oh man, I'm gonna have to try to get in touch with them and try to talk to some of these old people I hear on the radio. Yeah, uh, no, no, they, 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 they from around. One of them used to work on West too. Really? Yeah. All right. Well, shout out to Growing Boulder because I'm gonna try to, I'm gonna try, to, I'm gonna try, to try to hit them up. But yeah, they had a, they had an older Olympian athlete. I forgot her name, but all I remember her was saying like she, she was in track and field, a track and field Olympian. Uh, squats. As long as your knees aren't too bad, like squats help your knees. But they also make you know help you make sure that you can get up and you know up and down, up sit up and sit down, like get up and out of stuff. So everyone hearing me, you better start doing some squats. Yeah, word. <laughs> I'm gonna do some squats right now. But um, 
Yeah, I, I I do I do a lot of squats in my workout, so I've I've noticed my uh, my calves are looking pretty pretty decent right now. I got a strong calf gain. <laughs> that was great, man. <laughs> that was great. I got a strong calf gain. You know yes. what I mean? But uh, yes, but, yeah. you do. Yes, you um, do. Go ahead. What was I? Oh, pals. So I'm still on the pals, and I I didn't even get my pow out real quick. Um, you know. Also, kind of just maybe my pal is like dealing with some of these people, you know, these these calls that I get for, for work. Like, what is it with <laughs> what is it with like old Spanish people? And I, I, whenever they just get mad or like they're agitated, like they just it's like they sing when they're angry. They just get louder, like they're trying to talk to you. And <laughs> I want to stimulus payment. And it's like I'm in a fucking opera listening to these old people to like get mad and just like it's like they're just singing these old like I don't know what it is about old Spanish people that like they sing when they're mad like loud and it's fucking annoying. That's my pal for the week. For some reason, I like hit that wall where one more old Spanish person yelling, singing at me, I might lose it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my I mean, think, of, think, think, think of think of anybody old. Think of like anybody old Haitian, maybe speaking Creole, getting mad. You know, they're like it's almost like they're singing a song. You know what I mean? Like, what is it? <laughs> I would never say that because one of them is probably gonna find out that I said that and they come whoop my ass. Yeah, but <laughs> I'm gonna have a whole bunch of old Spanish people hating on me. <laughs> That's right, Playboy. Oh man, but it's just like it's That's crazy right. to me. It's just crazy. It's like it, it, I don't even know how I can't even do it in English. I have to <laughs> sing like like get angry like this and explain to you how I want my stimulus payments. Uh, <laughs> I'm just like, oh my god, just enough, enough, enough. <laughs> Anyways, I think I, I think the thing about um about the thing about Haitians when they get mad, especially older Haitians when they get mad, they sound more and more articulate as they get as oh, they go on their rant. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Bro, words in Spanish I've never even heard. And I'm like, oh my goodness, what, what? I'm I'm Googling them on my phone real quick. You know what I mean? I'm like, whoa, 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 wait a second. I am fluent in this language. And now this guy is talking to me like it's like the King James version of the Bible over here in Spanish. And I was like, whoa, extra words, buddy. The extra words we don't need. Okay. Yeah. The 500 word essay, and he's on like, you know, 472. So we got to get some employers. Hopefully, some employers are listening to this. Yeah, I need to put a job fair together so my man Saul could pick a good job. You know, anything. I mean, I, 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 I'm sending out my resume to a couple places I have already. So I'm just waiting to hopefully to hear back. But uh, listen, I, if I. <laughs> If I have to hear, like, you know, the Dominican Phantom of the Opera from New Jersey calling me. Tornado. Yo, like, you're the best. Dominican Phantom of the Opera. Bro, it is painful. But, um, but yeah. Yo, I, you know what? Funny enough, before we even get started, these are a couple of things I did want to ask you about. Because uh, I've been stealing your posts and posting them on the page, or on our page. It ain't no stealing, bro. Knowledge is for everybody. Yeah, no, but I'm just saying. 
I was like, yo, why don't you just post these on these? This is a good post. These are good. Yo, talk to me about uh about Malcolm X real quick. Cause uh, there's something. What, what was it? Malcolm X uh, a couple days ago, yesterday, today, two days yesterday? ago, two days ago. Um, Malcolm X would have turned 96 years old. Yes. Wow. 96. Yeah. Yeah. See, would, that's old. He would have turned 96 years old, and so um. You think he would have made it to 96? Yeah. I mean. Really? I mean, what do you mean? Like, you mean health-wise, or you mean do I think they would have tried to take him out? No, no, no. Yeah, just like let's say they didn't try to kill him. Let's just say he's living to to D ninety six. Yeah, he would have made it. He he would have made it. He would have made it because, um, he would have made it because <laughs> the Honorable Elijah Muhammad had come out with a book many years ago called how to eat to live and that diet was basically um it was basically uh what do you call it it was basically a vegan diet you know what i mean and so um i think i think that my man would have stayed with those uh with those with those uh what do you call it dietary principles plus you know my man you know he was in harlem and i like to think he would have stayed in harlem Feel me? He would have stayed in Harlem the whole time. Yeah, he would have made it to 96, bro. Health-wise, yeah. Yeah, Martin, I don't know. You know Martin, you know what I'm saying? He, he had that thick face. I'm sure, I'm sure. I'm sure Probably brother... had poor blood circulation. In the <laughs> you know, I was gonna say, I'm, sure, I'm sure the brother liked his pork. Yeah, you're right. You know what I'm saying? You know, he had sudden, but he had, he had Georgia sudden too. I think, Malcolm, I think Malcolm would have turned him around into eating a little healthier. Baptist preacher, <laughs> feel me? So that because I mean, look, Farrakhan's still around. How old is he? That's the thing. Yo, I don't know how old Farrakhan is, but he ain't he ain't too far behind what Malcolm would have been. I can tell you that right now. Let me see. I'm gonna have to find out right now. I'm about to find out. Farrakhan 88. He's 88. Louis Farrakhan is 88, bro. Whoa, how is he how is he younger than Malcolm? Oh no, he was definitely he's that's only eight years, yeah. Yeah, but I'm saying I thought he was older than Malcolm when they met. Nah, 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 88, son. Mm, no wonder he wanted him killed. Nah, he didn't want him killed. You don't think? Nah, that if, if we if we're gonna get into that conversation, I don't think Farrakhan had anything to do with it. He knows I always he did. thought I always thought he wanted to out him. He was getting bigger than uh than the religion. Farrakhan wasn't at that level like that when when Malcolm was murked. Mm. That was that was that was that was uh what do you call him? That was uh the honorable Elijah Muhammad that was you know worth what was it W. Dean Muhammad the, the dude that used to roll with Muhammad Ali I think it was worth oh Dean. really you know what I'm saying? Like, I think it was them, but I don't think, I don't think, I don't think Ma uh, Malcolm, I don't think Farrakhan had anything to do with it. Again, he probably knows, you know what I'm saying? You know, who, you know who did what, but I don't think he was like, yo, let's do this. Nah. Mm. Nah. Um, you posted about the Tucson? Oh, yo. <sighs> Alright, so yeah, bro. Come on, let's, man. You let's no, no, no. Let's get, let's get, let's get one thing. Let's get one thing clear. Um, we talked about the introductions. Yes, name is Ross Lavelle Haitian. 
You know what I'm saying? That's who I am. That's who I be. And so um, I've opened, I've taken a lot of interest, especially, I mean, throughout, throughout. So if you grew up, if you grow up in a Haitian household, you're basically, as soon as you walk into your house, doesn't matter what country you're, you were in, as soon as you walk into your house, there's a Haitian flag. That's what you're growing up under. Feel me? So, so that's it. Like, there's no, there's no other way of saying that, right? This is straight up. So, um, I'm, if, if we talk about it, let me see. Uh, yesterday was the 20th of May. And it's believed, like it's 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 out there, as far as like researchers go and stuff like that. That Toussaint Louverture was born in 1743, um, in in Haiti. Well, at the time it was called Saint Domingue, as others may know it as Santo Domingo, right? But the French ruled, so it was the French name. Um, that brother, that brother will grow up to be the architect, the 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 guy who basically sets it all together. As far as we're talking about the the Haitian Revolution, and and the reason why the reason why the Haitian Revolution matters, the reason why the Haitian Revolution matters is not so much because Haiti is the first Black republic in the world, the first free Black republic in the world after colonialism. Because a lot of times we forget, right? A lot of times when we think of Black people, when we think of people of African descent, we just see them as slaves. We forget that they have a history way before the whip. Right, way before slavers came on their shores and started snatching bodies to make to to force them into labor, we forget that they had a history. So there's a whole history of people. There's a whole history of people. When I say of people, I'm not even talking about like just one black race because if you think about it, there's no such thing as a black person until there's colonialism. Until it's established that okay, we're going to make those people be lesser than. Until then, there's no such thing as, 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 as a Black person. So when Africans from various descendants run into each other, they're seeing each other as people who are from, from different groups. So in modern day Nigeria, you'd be Igbo, right? And then, but if you're from another part, then you're Fulani people, you're Flown people. So that's how you that's how you see each other. You don't see each other as Black. You don't see each other as different colors. No, you see each other as where those peoples are from. But that's neither here nor there. The reason why the Haitian Revolution matters is because in its first constitution, Haiti, the Haitian constitution says this. It says that this land is basically anybody who comes on these shores escaping oppression. Once you set foot on this island, you are free. So that would be anybody who's escaping oppression. So if you were in, 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 in America, and you're like, yo, I figured out a way to get out. And full disclosure, those things happened. Many of the slave rebellions that happened in the United States were those people were basically plotting on somehow, some way, getting a boat and then getting to Haiti because they knew somehow, some way they knew that if they got to Haiti, they'd be free. Right. And so that's number one. Number two. It says this also. It says that if you land on the shores, if you are of African descent, you are automatically a citizen. So what that means is this, yo. We can talk about Haiti, Jamaica, African-American, Dominican, however much we want. The fact of the matter is we are one 
We are all one descendants of Africa. And so if you end up on in Haiti, you are automatically a citizen, meaning that we all citizens of Haiti. We all Haitians based on its constitution. We all Haitians. And what what a, a lot of things that people don't think about, and I guess I spoke about that when when uh, when it was Haitian Flag Day, which was on May 18th. Well, a lot of things that we don't think about is that, um, yo, yes, we talk about the Haitian Revolution being the first successful one, but in all actuality, yo, at any point in time that a motherfucker decided that, yo, I'm going to escape these people, to me, that was successful. So when these cats was out there on Western African shores trying to snatch people and those people who were getting snatched were escaping, those people were successful. You know what I mean? Those who decided to jump off the boat, those people were successful. Those who ended up in bondage for generations on, those people were successful too because that's a spirit of survival. And so... I think you were just asking me about Toussaint Louverture, and I went on a whole rant. I Which apologize. is perfect. It was exactly what I wanted you to do. <laughs> I apologize. But yes, Toussaint Louverture, he's important because um, he, he's, he's definitely, again, he was the architect. I mean, he grew up, he grew up under, under a different name. Then as he got older, he changed his name because he was gaining more knowledge of self, right? And so um, yeah, he, he, knew, he knew how to set shit up. And, and again, when we think, and I say we, I'm talking about we in the, as Negropeans. And when I say Negropeans, I mean like, because we've, we've, we see things from the lens of the Western world, but what we need to remember, and that's exactly it, So, and anybody listening, we need to remember because these people weren't always enslaved. These people come from specific traditions, right? And so when when, when those when when they just saw a slave, that was somebody who possibly was who possibly was a a a soldier, somebody who possibly was an architect, somebody who possibly was an imam, somebody who possibly was a preacher, somebody who possibly was an herbalist, somebody who possibly was a carpenter. So these people came to these shores and they had specific skills already. They had skills already. They knew how to do specific things. And so um, when you when you make reference to a Toussaint Louverture and you and you find out that he was able to do all these things, that he was literally able to kind of map out, because that's literally what he did. He mapped it out. He was like, all right, okay, we're gonna have forces here, we're gonna have forces there. And then it was like, okay, we're gonna have this person be our general for this area, we're gonna have this person be our general for that area. And, and the fact, it's as if he already knew that he was going to get betrayed by the French because Leclerc came and they were like, oh, you know, Napoleon wants to, uh, Napoleon wants to do a truce. He wants us, he wants us to take you back to France and um, you can sign some, you know, you can sign a treaty and then you can come back and you guys will be free. And he went and they was like, yo, don't do it. You know, it's a trap. He was like, yo, I gotta go. You know what I'm saying? It was like, it was like Moses, yo. It was like Moses. You know, Moses was like, I'm not going to get there with you, but we're going to get to the promised land. It was the same thing. It was like, yo, I got to go because if I don't go, these things are not going to happen. And and I'm not going to be the one to get you to the to to independence. That's going to be this Aline. So I can't be here for that. I got to go. My man knew that his time had passed. And that's also a big problem that we have. And that's a whole nother conversation for us to have in terms of like, when we talk about political structures, especially political structures in post-colonial world, 
right? When we're talking about the Dominican Republic, we're talking about Haiti, and we're talking about like when people come into power, they don't want to give it up. But the thing is, you should because yo, your time has passed, fam. You need to let that go. You need to let that go. And and knowing when it's time for you to step down, that's a very important thing. That's a very important thing. And I'm not even talking about like democracy in the sense of again the Western world. No, I'm just saying you gotta know when it's your time to go. But again, I now I'm really stopping because I, I could go on. Cool. No, that was perfect. What do you mean? I, I asked you about it, bro. <laughs> yeah, 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 I, I just I go on these rants. No, that's perfect. You gotta know when your time has passed. Straight up, straight up. That's that is very important. That is very important. Even when we talk about like African, and we talk about quote-unquote African tribes and villages, whoever is the ruler, them motherfuckers ain't the ruler for life, bro. They're not the ruler for life. If, if That's one thing that people need to keep in mind, like the goal of the, the most of the time, most of the time, the purpose of an African king was just to rule on legal matters. That was it. It wasn't a situation where like, yo, this dude is the king and he's over everybody and no, no, no. That's a very Western way of doing things. As far as um, as far as most African traditions, nah. You were the king. People voted you to be king. People voted you to be king. They're like, yeah, I. Right. You know, you come up, you explain why you should be, and then boom, yeah, you're the ruler. But you're not the ruler forever. You know, it's not like yo, I was king. Now I pass away. But I'm gonna make sure I'm gonna make sure that my 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 son, you know, so I'm gonna make sure that my son is the one who who takes over, right? And the idea that it's gotta be a man and all of that, that's also bullshit. That is also bullshit because I mean we're 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 a matriarchal society when you think about it, right? But the when you think about people of African descent, who who's holding the family down? Who's keeping it all together? It's mama, even when you go to a church. When you go to one of our churches, who who who's really holding the power? It's, it's, it's a ladies group. It's a group of ladies. It's a group of ladies, and they run the church. They're the ones who decide who's going to be pastor. They're the ones who decide who stays pastor, right? So, anyways, man, I got to I got Just as I say some need to know when it's time to go, I need to know when it's time to be quiet. <laughs> nah, bro, you're good, man. You're dropping some knowledge. Popping knowledge, remember? <laughs> Facts. Um, all right. Well, I mean, I guess uh, I guess let's get into it. Um, well, you know what? Just <laughs> because you gave me this idea. That was, that was a pretty good idea. Uh, let's uh, let's do let's do one of these for you for everybody. This is uh, this is this is what we're gonna do. You already know. Mm. What's that mean, son? What's that mean? When I hear this, what what am I supposed to be thinking? What is this? Is this uh? What what is this? When you hear that, you're thinking our main man Joe Greenberg. Yeah, (laughs) the Joe Greenberg. what are we doing? The Joel Greenberg update. <laughs> Yo, well, he pleaded. He pleaded guilty. We knew. Yes. We knew he was going to cop a plea. We knew he was going to cop a plea. We knew he was going to cooperate. He officially. He officially pled guilty 
to six charges. This is how you know. This is how mm. you know Maddie Ice is done, yo. Mm. So you know Maddie Ice is done. Here we are. A couple weeks ago, we were talking about Joe Greenberg, and we were like, yo, this dude is facing 33 federal charges. On Monday, man's pled guilty to six charges. <laughs> mm. So Damn. that means that means they were willing to let go 27 of those charges. And why is that? That's because homeboy is about to roll over. Mm. Homeboy is about to roll over and talk about his sex trafficking scheme where he was considered what was it? What was it? He was considered a uh my bad man. I had a little YouTube vid I was about to Oh, you good, you good. Oh well, but yeah, we had a little sex trafficking scheme, and uh, what? Yo, there. He also pled guilty to uh, to having sex with a with an underage girl. With a minor, yeah. That's wow! Uh, wow! That's uh, wow! Yo, so he's looking at at least ten years, at the very least. Damn. Yo. At the very least, 10 years. Dang. I, so what does this mean for Gates? And ultimately, what does this kind of mean for DeSantis, maybe? So, because they are, they're all, they're the boys. You know what I mean? They're homies. They're homies. Definitely, the boys. <laughs> definitely not a good look for Gates. Um yeah, I mean, we already talked last week about that situation where there was that that lady who was getting paid for a job that she didn't have to show up with. Oh, the uh, no show job. The no show job, baby. The no show job, and then she paid in Venmo payments, baby. She had she had sexual relations with my man, Maddie Ice, Matt Gates, statutory Gates. Did some cocaine with him. Oh, man, a mm -hmm. blow. Mm -hmm. But what it means, so what does it mean for Ron DeSantis? All of them are coming up with a ton of business plans. <laughs> <laughs> Trying I, to come up with businesses in there with a bunch of 19-year-old <laughs> college chicks. Listen, I got this great idea for this uh, business. <laughs> yeah. Let me get another bump. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh man, classic! Oh, classic! So, so as yeah. far as the Santas goes, I don't know. And the reason why I don't know is because yes, is I have my own thoughts, and my thoughts is that um, more is going to come out about his friendship with Gates, mm -hmm. and if they've ever partied together, if they've ever taken any trips together. It's a wrap for DeSantis. Like shit's gonna come out. the The main thing right now is that I think that there's been some embezzlement. But again, these are just speculations on my part. I'm not accusing anybody of anything. But yeah, I think that there's been some embezzlement. Whereas some campaign funds weren't used properly, or other funds weren't used properly, and and we have to think about the fact that DeSantis kind of came out of nowhere, and the thing that kind of propelled him was the fact that he got a that he originally got a co-sign from Gates and then he he tried to become Trump Jr. when he was running for governor. And that's what gave him a boast. But aside from that, nobody knew who he was. Mm. And and it's tough, man. You gotta you gotta be careful who you who you kick it with. 
Mm. You lay with the dogs, pick up some fleas. Yo, man, get some fleas, like bro. That? That's right. You run with dogs, you might get some fleas, B. Birds of a feather flock together. Yeah. Yeah, uh, weirdos. Uh, what else? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Give us a association. Ah, that's another one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. What are there? Are there some more of those? Are there? You got any old Haitian? Any old Creole? <laughs> yeah, you know what? They don't translate well. <laughs> <laughs> They don't, they don't translate well. They're, you know what I mean? There's one that says, uh, Chaque pied gain souliel, meaning every foot has his own shoe. You know oh, oh, I like that. I like that one. Yeah, but you know, which makes sense, but it's like, ah, when you translate, it's like, ugh. Hmm. But yeah, yeah so... you guys are clowns, bro. Those guys <laughs> are just straight clowns. That's all well, it's. It's 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 not even like because I mean I mean I hate to bring him up because he's he's not so much relevant right now but even even he's got issues because Trump Trump's gonna Trump's gonna go down you feel me like charges charges are looming he's no longer president so everybody's warming up to get to get a bite out of him the. Any any district attorney that had something that they wanted to say, that had something that they wanted to pursue, any attorney general that wanted to do something, now they can. So as that's happening, we have to think about people who are running, people who are going to run in the in the next two to three years. How is that gonna hell next year? Next year, shit might be in a full swing of things. Yeah. So how's that gonna look for you if you're running? If you're running in any state, if you're running for office and you hitched your wagon to 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 the Trump movement, mm. what is that gonna do to you? Right? So we so we mentioned we mentioned DeSantis, Mr. DeSantis. What what happens when he runs for re-election? Mm. And and now all of a sudden this shit he, he is of, raising a lot of money right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. We yeah, yeah, yeah. M money's coming in. That's for sure. Wild, wild the amounts of money that are coming. Money's coming in. Like, that's no fear on that. For this putz in an oversized suit. Oversized suit. He's such a clown, bro. I'm telling you, he's such a clown. His haircut, everything. Everything about him just screams icky. Just icky. Him and he looks, I... He looks like he's sticky. You know he looks like I mean? a hook? <laughs> he looks like he's sticky. Like, if you were to touch him, he'd be sticky. Like like a like a like a like a piece of candy, like a lollipop out of a toddler's mouth. You know what I mean? Just falls on the carpet. It's all sticky and gross. That's what he reminds me of. Yeah. I hate that guy. <laughs> I think I, I think you've made that clear over the last year and change. Yeah. Over the last year of change, you've made it very clear that you do not care for Ron DeSantis. No, you no you're saying his name all wrong. It's Death Santis. You forgot. Death, Death Santis. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Give me a break. That guy's such a clown. He's such a disgrace to the state of Florida. And I mean, it's pretty bad to be a disgrace to the state of Florida. We got, I know, Florida, we got man. Florida man out here. We got like, yeah, we got like all sorts of people out, like all sorts of, you know, 
backyard, you know, hillbilly yokels. You know what I mean? Like it's Florida. And, it's and, and that's what he, he, I mean, and I guess that's what he represents those people very well. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Um, yo, I was reading online. It's funny that you said it when we were doing a little pre-production uh, call. Um, <laughs> the, a noose, the seventh, uh, so not, not only just a noose, one noose has been found in an Amazon warehouse in. It's in Connecticut. In Connecticut, yeah. But it's the seventh one that they found. Yeah, it's um, the seventh one, y'all. <laughs> Yo, that's. And, and here's the thing like, it's being constructed, then it's not done. Yeah, so it's under construction. Now, I've been on some of these Amazon warehouse jobs. Uh, um, when I had to go check on some of my employees uh, two years ago now, I guess, right? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, wild. Um, so, I, you know, these things are huge. These warehouses are huge. And uh, it, I'll tell you this right now, to stop production on one of those things. And you, oh boy. Oh boy. Like, I mean, listen, that is a lot of money. That is just being wasted right now. Mm. And when I mean a lot of money, I mean like you have no idea how many people are affected by the stoppage of this one Amazon warehouse just being stopped from like, you know, being built or whatever. Yeah. Uh, it is, I mean, so they have to stop because some racist idiot is going around leaving nooses, apparently. Um, what did you, what did you, what did you get out of this? What did you hear about this? So what I read was um, that these, so it's been happening since uh, the end of April mm. that there's been a noose on, on, on the premises that they found a couple of nooses. Um, the foreman had to fire a couple people. Yo, we're talking about Connecticut. And the foreman uh, on NPR, he was saying that he had he had he had some of his employees like some of the people working on the site had confederate flags on their hats oh yeah see so listen people when i tell in you, connecticut yeah what construction this is the thing all right so it doesn't matter where it's at my whole thing is how racist the construction industry is like i've been preaching this you know and nobody wants to hear it again like last week the conversation we had how servers make 25% black and brown servers make 25% less than their white counterparts in the hospitality industry on average. All right. Again, that was a study done by who Michael Linick. Is that his name? At a Cornell? I believe. Yeah. I remember it was Duke out of Cornell. I forgot yeah. what his name was. Maybe it was so, Mark. so like people, this, there has been, there have been studies done on this. Now imagine, I, I would love to see, and I'm going to, you know what? I'm probably, I should write this down. I'm going to write this down so I can look this up to see if there have been studies done in the business world, in the sales world, where I wonder what the discrepancy is between, let's say, a black or brown account manager versus their white counterpart, especially in the construction industry. What the, what the difference is there, and the and 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 also the shit that they have to put up with. And again, my point when I said last week, like, and the managers don't care. Your bosses don't care. All they care about is numbers. They see numbers, you don't hit them. 
They don't care if the guy's racist as shit and nobody wants to give you business because they're fucking racist. <laughs> yeah. Or they they don't care if there's racist assholes driving your guys off the job. All right, yeah. replace them again. What do you mean replace them? Nobody wants to go out there because there's a bunch of fucking racist idiots with Confederate flags on their fucking hard hard hats. <laughs> and they're like stealing people's tools and, and fucking their shit up out there. Huh. Yeah, I'm 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 still shocked. And and it's not that I'm shocked. <laughs> I'm not shocked at I'm not shocked at all. Um I just I just did. I mean that the reason why I'm saying it or the reason why I'm sounding that way is because you always hear folks talk about it's about heritage. And so I just would like to know what heritage someone north of the Mason Dixie line would have to uh, the the Confederate stars and bars, the, the Virginia battle flag. That's what I'd like to know. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what a lot of it is as well. A lot of those guys don't even aren't don't aren't even from Connecticut. They they come from down south. They come from all over the country. Those are those these projects are so big that these companies work with companies like the one I used to work with to hire labor or like rent labor and then probably end up stealing it if they're good enough. Um and they just, you know, it's a whole nother shit show after that happens. So these guys, you know, travel around from 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 state to state to work these jobs because there are no jobs where they live at. Mm. There are no construction jobs around. So, they get, they, so they're taking away these union jobs. Exactly. That's exactly it. Mm. How crazy is that? That's what I'm telling you, man. The construction industry is shady. People. I'm telling you, and like, if you're a construction owner and you're listening to this, hopefully you're one of the good ones and you pay your bills on time and you do things the right way and you don't cut corners. But I'll tell you right now, my uh, own experience, personal experience with this is 95% of these guys never pay their bills, don't want to pay anybody what they're really worth, will hire someone under the table to not have to pay them any health insurance or any anything any suda or fuda or fica all that stuff nope don't want to pay it don't care like they it's they're the ones cheating the government all right like <laughs> and nobody wants to talk about it like nobody wants to admit it not only that and now we got to deal with how racist these people are on these jobs because their bosses are racist these owners are racist too facts and then you leave around the noose, seven nooses lying around at a job site. Facts. Seven in less than a month. You know what I mean? And then it's like, they don't even, it's like, it's not even, they don't care. They don't care. I'm, t- I, I'm telling you, my big, that, this is my, my, my big dream. Like just every black and brown person in this country, just stop doing everything. Just stop. Don't go to work. Don't play basketball. Don't play football. Just don't do anything until it's just like, hey, listen, shit's got to change. I want it just to be the athletes because you look what happened when a couple basketball games got canceled last year. I know. The, what we're going to talk about when we come back after break, the George Floyd, you know? Word. And then, like, all of a sudden, it's just like, oh, wait a second. Let's like, oh, look, these senators are on the phone now with them and all this weird stuff. You know, whether it's for show or not, look, something happened. I can't imagine what would happen if every, 
even just for women too, for women's rights. Imagine if every woman decided, I'm not going to go to work today. Fuck you. <laughs> every woman in this country decided, I'm not going to do this anymore until you pay me as much as Bob gets paid. I know. Then what? Then what? What are they going to do? What's going to happen? I, I, couldn't ima- I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine, like, the, the kind of just how revolutionary that would be. If every woman and black and brown person decided to just, you know what? We're just not going to do this. We're not going to work anymore. We're not going to do anything. We're gonna, I'm going to stay at home. Until, until something changes. Straight like up. Real change. Real change, you know? But, hey, I, I, uh, I have an idea of how that will go down, but it's, yeah, the it's martial law, and then like the military, and then it'd be like slavery and concentration camps, and then it'd be like the Handmaid's Tale, like, <laughs> <laughs> and that's what would happen because you know the they people would, or it'd be the other way around, and they'd be like, holy crap, the, everything would completely fall apart. Everything would completely fall apart in a matter of in a matter of days. Yeah, I th- I think it would be. I think I think if a real stance was taken, but it takes so much solidarity. But if a real stance was taken, yeah, the, 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 a change a change would be made again. That's why, I for fear of going into a rant, I'm just gonna say real quick, and then you know we gotta go on break anyways. Yeah. But that's why I am quick to tell everyone, like, let's stop with the talk of the we and of the talk of the us when we're talking about these United States of America, right? You know, you hear things happen and it's like, oh, we're better than this. No, 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 no. Don't include yourself with these people. Don't include yourself with these 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 white nationalists. With these insurrectionists. Don't, don't include yourself with them. When they say that, no, 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 do not do that because what you're doing is you're basically, it's kind of like watering down what they've done by saying that, you know what, we're better than this. No, we're not better than this. We're not better than, matter of fact, they aren't better than this. Maybe you are, but you're not one of them. So don't include yourself with those people. And what I'm saying is this, yo. If you start to, especially, especially, especially if you are someone whose people did not originate in Europe. And even if you are someone whose people originated in Europe, if you're not one of these people, don't say we when you're talking about these United States. Because these United States, as they stand, can't is, is not a sustainable model. It's not a sustainable model. So my point is this, if we were to show solidarity, if we were to show solidarity and start to look elsewhere, and I'm, I'm not going to say where the elsewhere would be because I don't have that solution. But if we were to start being internationally minded, then it would be like, oh, shit, these people are willing to not deal with our bullshit. Right? Because, again, the United States is only 5% of the world population. Mm-hmm. So if if it if it stands if it seems like you know what you ain't gonna stand for that bullshit then change will come but again you know I'm talking too much we gotta go on break mm. yeah I gotta get a refill on my disgusting Western Suns 
<laughs> Moscow Mule. It ain't Tito's. No, it is not Tito's. It that ain't Tito's. Sure. I bet you somehow, some way, they managed to have some. Uh, what is it? Some gluten in that vodka? <laughs> you know, all vodka I think is gluten free. To be honest with you, I don't know, son. They probably made that one with the heavy tater skins. Nah, it's. I think it's all gluten free. I, I think Tito, that whole thing is just kind of like. Who cares? I bet you. I bet you. I bet you. Western Suns is not. <laughs> I'm gonna go find out. Western uh, ten times ten times distilled. <laughs> that eleventh time would have made it gluten free. That's, that's what it is. It takes eleven times to to distill the gluten out of that. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, everybody, welcome back. Stay with us. Well, duh. I mean, whatever. We'll come back. You ain't got no choice. It's just gonna be like a literally half a second break for you guys and for us. It'll be like a stop and void of time. <laughs> Talk about my life. Yeah. Stick with us. We'll be right back. Maybe we'll have a guest. Maybe we won't. I sent a link out to some people. We'll see if they reply. <laughs> we'll see what happens. It'll be a mystery. Peace. Be right back. Be Talk. I gotta tell what I feel. I gotta talk about my life as I see it. Ricky. Yeah, son. Yeah. I got a refill on that nasty drink, too. Yeah, you would. You know I'm getting even nastier in the second half. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Lonnie, uh, Lonnie, Lonnie. I like this beat a lot, man. Yeah, this it's one of like the hottest beats ever. Yeah. This is good shit. Anyway, we back. It's round two. Part two. Part two, if you will. As yeah, man, as my man is getting nasty with West Western Western Sun. Yeah, West Western Sun's vodka. Some mm. vodka making these making these mules. Western Sun's vodka, boy, oh boy. You know what? I probably should have just bought the bottle of uh, Makers. <laughs> mm. Yo, oh, when are you gonna when are you gonna make these these vids? You'll teach the people how to make these fire ass drinks. You be I gotta do it. I don't know. Soon, I gotta I gotta uh, gotta figure it out. I'm trying to get together. Uh, I'm trying to put together a, a little field day at the crib, like a giant go uh, slip inside kickball tournament. Okay. So I'm uh I'm gonna get that I'm gonna get that together. Maybe I might make a little video then. You know what I mean? Like okay. Everybody's there, but but yeah. Um, oof, Western Suns. I right, we'll see. Might be might be the ginger beer. I don't know. I got a different ginger beer. I got the fancy kind. It came in a glass bottle. Mm. I, I never know, knew I that it came that in. Oh, it comes in like cans. Mm, never had a never had ginger beer from a can, sir. Mm, look at you, fancy ass. Mm, you know. Mm, mm. Only the finest, only the finest beverages. Only the finest. No, 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 no. I don't drink out of plastic. Sorry. <laughs> uh, 
Did Holy you, glass, did please. You hear, did you hear how shook I sounded when you mentioned uh, when you mentioned when you mentioned uh, vodka coming from a plastic bottle? I was like, what? He was like, no, no, I'm saying it's better than vodka. I was like, oh, okay. okay. Yeah, bro. I'm telling you, bro. You you haven't lived until you've drank in, uh, until you have had a, a drink of a. Uh, oh my God, what is that vodka called? That comes in the plastic jug at the liquor store. <laughs> Uh, Listen, I know Pinnacle. We were drinking it. We were drinking it in New York for New Year's. Yo, I don't remember. I know what you're saying. I don't remember what it was, but I know exactly <laughs> what moment you're making reference to. Oh man, I tell for you. For those that. for those who don't know, we're talking about New York, uh, December 2001. Mm-hmm. <laughs> This is like December. Yeah, December, we December 27th. Right, right after uh, we're going to we're going to Times Square for New York. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh Weird. man, good time! Shout out, shout out to Jill. I think it's Jillian Gonzalez now. Yeah, every you always say Martinez, yo. So I'm glad you. Yeah, I'm glad you took the lead on that. It used to be Jill. Um, Ah, I don't even. Ah, whatever. I won't put her last name out. I forget. Anyways, but whatever. I remember her middle name. Shout out to the shout out to the two door Ford Explorer. Yeah, two door Ford Explorer Sport. Got us there and back. Yo, got us there and back. And then Shorty went to Tampa and uh, (laughs) joined the got signed like she reported to the Marines. Yeah, it was wild. Reported to the Marines. Yeah. Good times. That was a good trip. That was a fun trip. Yeah, it was. Um, but yeah, so we left off <laughs> the first half. Um I guess I guess we're gonna get into um because it, it, it is, it's coming up on the one year of uh of, of George Floyd, right? In about four days, it'll be the one year anniversary. Of George Floyd's execution, of George Floyd's murder by one Derek Chauvin and three accomplices. Yes, sir. It's coming up on a year. Una, una ne. Three, yeah, 365 days. Yo, they did that. Um, And, uh, you know, I just, I mean, I figured we can... Talk about it. Like, obviously, we know the who's, the what's, the where's, and definitely the how. Um, but you know, let's talk about um, how we feel, what we think. You want to you want to sprinkle a little? You want to sprinkle a little knowledge? You want me to go first? Talk well, to I, I mean, the thing is, I don't really have that much that much to say because it's not like it's not like. Honestly, anything that dramatic has changed, you know, like there, or there hasn't been that 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 dramatic of a change, drastic of a change uh, since, um, you know, I, I guess you could say maybe it's brought brought more attention to something that we know has been going on all our lives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, OK, cool. You know, but it, like what do do we even know his sentencing yet? No, not yet. You know what I mean? Like, so 
what does it mean? Because to me, it doesn't really mean anything. It just means, all right, the same thing kept happening. Look how many more have happened since uh, George Floyd in that year. Um, look at the stupid uh, uh, anti-protest laws that have been passed in certain states, in like 37 states or whatever, something crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, y- you know, so it's just, uh, unfortunately what it is, it's the painful reminder that sometimes uh, things uh, things will never be the same and, and things don't change. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I, you know, I will, I mean, whatever, just if anything, it's, it's made, it's made people angrier. Okay. But that's, I mean, that's pretty much all I got to say about that. Well, I, I feel like Forrest Gump right there. That's all I got to say about that. For real. For real. <laughs> well, well, what I can tell you is that, um, as of yesterday, since May 25th, 2020, 181 black people have been killed in the United States at the hands of law enforcement. Um, um, of those 181, 121 of those deaths were initiated by traffic stops. Um, we talk about the Dante Wright situation and we can talk about so many others, but what I can also say is that, I mean, as unfortunate as it was that it happened, it did happen during the global pandemic. So all eyes were on glued to TV. I mean, think about under what other circumstances could a documentary about a man who leads a life so wild, wrapped around tigers, would blow up like that. It would have to be a situation where people are just sitting at home, not allowed to go outside, and don't have anything else to do but to be glued to TV. Joe Exotic. Shout out for that weird-ass mother effort. You know what I'm saying? So... So that's when something like that would 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 blow up, and then and then you have the unfortunate situation where where George Floyd gets murdered. But what's even worse about it is that yes, they tried to lie about the encounter, and and as we find out, as we are finding out more and more of these encounters between black people and police that end in death have been recorded by body cams, police body cams, and now families are requesting. And it's not just families, people. The people at large are like, yeah, bro, we, we need to see that video. Louisiana just recently, <laughs> unfortunately, with that We need to see that video. 2018. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But again, see, had it not been for the outrage of what's happened since the uproar, the response of what's happened since, Mr. Floyd's killing, brother George Floyd. Nothing, nothing. Yo, I'm saying that right now, and I, and I remember Kwame talking about uh, talking about how talking about how Stephen Jackson was a fake activist. Oh. <laughs> Kwame Brown, bro. Kwame Brown went on, went in on everybody. Just you know like, what I'm saying? And, half and of it wasn't making no sense either. At the end, that was no, it wasn't. Point. But 
But but again, right? Because you had you had Stephen Jackson flying out there. Because turns out George Floyd was his partner. They grew up together. And so and so it's just like, yo, going back to, yeah, a lot of things that have happened, now we're not going to be quiet about. And so before, it's not like we were being quiet about it, but there was a lack of listening ears. Right now it's becoming more and more. I mean, what's that dude's name? Ben Crump, uh, <laughs> uh, civil rights attorney extraordinaire. That brother, his jet stay fueled. He's, he's all over the place. He's all over the place because these things keep happening. But again, it's shining a light. And yes, and you mentioned, yes, now they're passing these anti-protest laws. What that tells me is the fact that you feel the need to pass an anti-protest law is that you are scared. You are concerned. You are worried of the fact that, you know what, people are not just, and at least some are, but not all people have decided to turn a blind eye to it. And the people who are affected by it the most aren't just going to roll over and let that shit happen. So it's been a year. It's been a very emotional year for many of us and for many reasons, right? There's, there's, there's the fact that your ass been home and unemployed for however many months, if not for the whole year, right? There's the fact that you've lost loved ones to this. There's the fact that you... Your paper just wasn't wasn't right. You weren't ready for for all the financial strife. There's the fact that you had to stay home locked up with some people that you weren't trying to be locked up around all that time. So there are all these reasons as to why the last year has been so emotional, why the last year has been so rough. But yo, here we are, and we're we're in a situation where there is a movement. I, I'm not gonna say the name of the movement because. <laughs> Because we've we've had some shady issues with an actual organization, right? We've had some shady moves with an actual organization, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because the truth still remains. Like, hey, we're not we're not just gonna roll over. It just seems like, again, historically, there's been a pattern of how those who are considered to be lesser in this society and they've been considered to be lesser since some would say 16, 16, 19 and whatnot, but shit, shit's changing. Is it changing as fast as we would like it to? No. I say we need to look back to what the people before us did. We need to look back to the ideas that the people before us had in order for us to be able to move this in the right direction. But it's moving. It's moving. Just remember, remember who you are. And that doesn't necessarily mean you yourself. It also means your ancestors, those who came before you, and just like get a connection with them. Talk, talk to your elders. Talk to your elders. Yo, you ever you, you know what I did two weeks ago? Two weeks ago, I got on the phone, called my aunt. Sort of oh, talking. Nice. And you that's know, nice. I don't really yeah. have that. I don't see, but that's, I don't really have that many elders to talk to. You know, what I mean, they. I feel like some of them might have been part of the uh, insurrection. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to. I'm trying to distance myself from people Yo, like that. First you know? and foremost, that was possibly the realest <laughs> shit you've said on this podcast <laughs> since April 2020. Listen, what when I when I got fired? Well, no, you say you 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 just said I feel like some of them might have been part of the insurrection. 
That was hey. the realest shit ever. Hey, you listen. I, I, it, it, I, I, if you know what, and I'll say it right here. I don't care if they, because I doubt that they listen to me. Any, I doubt they listen to this podcast in the first place. But if they want to know why I've been a little standoffish, it's because of their political views. It really is. I don't even want to be around people like that with that kind of uh, like thought process. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's just so ass backwards. And they, it, it's such a fake, uh, like front when they're, you know, when it's so the, oh yeah, yeah, they're the open ears, like, yeah, they'll listen to what you have to say. When in reality, they're just judging everything you're saying. And it's just like, oh, okay, well, what do you have to say? And everything they have to say is based on lies. The like, point is, I don't want to be around, uh, you know, anybody that, that would have voted for somebody like that for any fucking reason, seriously. And that's just really where I'm at in my life. Like I, like if I find out that you did vote for Donald Trump, like I, I'm gonna question everything about you, and you better be ready for that if you want to hang out with me. And then second, you better be ready for me to just be like, all right, nah, we're cool. Let's just we're cool not to hang out because, you know, I just can't imagine anybody would think that everything that happened in the last four years has been okay. And then anything, everything that happened on January 6th is okay. Like, yeah. And I, and I guess, you know, we'll wrap up George Floyd right there. Cause we'll go ahead and write into this next, uh, uh, the, the, like the next topic. And I don't think it's been spoken about enough to be honest with you. And I love Amber Ruffin, the Amber Ruffin show. She did a really good take on it. And a couple times about the insurrection on January 6th, but listen, like if, if you all right i believe there hasn't been people haven't been held accountable enough either let's put it that way no they haven't you know so that's that that's my thing and if if you were willing to vote for this man and you you voted for what happened on january 6th i don't care what you say or, or what you think like that's what you voted for so, you know, now you're going to try to act like, let's go back to normal and everything's hunky-dory. You literally just try to overthrow the government because you were angry about the guy that lost the election. Yeah. And then and then on the worst part about it is, I, I guess to go deeper into the, the, the thought of, or, or, or the thought process of like me not wanting to be around certain people, because it's like you voted for him because of like the craziest idea on the planet. You know, like you're you're literally thinking this man is the savior, or you think like Mike Pence is like is the savior, like he's the you know like he's so Christian that he's gonna yeah he's he's just you know like what kind of Christian person, a real Christian man, who sits back and lets this man do and say the things that he did for four years, just in general. I I have no answer for that. <laughs> I mean, neither do I. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So that's the thing. So it's like you're like you're. You you fucked up like you're fucked up in the head, whether it was, I don't know what happened or something happened, and you need to like you you need to be held accountable for that. Fact. You know what I mean? Like people need to be held accountable for that, and they and 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 they think they could just like oh it's okay or forget about it or it's just no big deal. It is a big deal. It's a it's a very big deal. Yeah, it's. You know, so they're putting, so I guess what I was going to say, they're putting together this committee now, right? Is that what's happening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, 
what is it in government? They call it what a joint commission or uh, yeah, I think it's I think that's what they called it a joint commission. The 9-11, 9/11 look at that. Might as well be no the January sixth joint commission or something of the sort. And like that, what all the all the Republicans like voted against it, obviously. I mean, oh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, but I just want to know what's going to come out. What, what's going to be the outcome of this? What is going to be the outcome of this? You know, insurrection committee that they put together. That you know, obviously, like what 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 is it that they're going to miraculously discover that we don't already know that it was a bunch of yeah, Nazis that's, that's... that raided the Capitol. That's what I want. That's what I'd like to. I'd, I'd like to discuss, and not saying I want to discuss it with you, because it's not. Because I think. Oh. What did you? Yeah, do yeah. That was, you know. You know what's funny? We thought you would be the first one to yawn. Ha! We thought you would be the first one to yawn. And Got him. Got him. And look at that! It was me. It was me. Damn it. I'm ashamed. Uh, I should I be flogged. You, you, got, you got to get yourself one of. The, you know what? I might gift you the extra bottle of Western Suns. You know I what? After your glowing review, I'm gonna pass. <laughs> I'm gonna pass, sir. You mean you might need some Western Suns in your life, bro? You know I'm what I mean? Pass, they go sir. by. They go by the Western code. I was trying to read the bottle before I came back on. Like, mm-mm, 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 mm-mm. <laughs> some weird thing. Living, living life out in the wild, wild west. Yeah. Mm. You know, you just sounded mad wild. Yo, Jesus Christ. Yeah, Jesus Christ. We love you, God. I love you, God. Yo, I... <laughs> who, who is that guy? Why? Why is that guy? What... <laughs> Have you seen where they make him go like Super Saiyan, like the video they edit it? No. <laughs> Yo, everybody listening need to Google or at least get on um get on YouTube and look up <laughs> Mike Servin, M-I-K-E, Mike Space Servin, S-E-R-V-I-N. Shout out to Mike Servin, wherever he is. Yo, he got an ill pop and lock though. He could uh, whatever he's doing. But yes, type in Mike Servin and popping or pop locking. And you're gonna get to see an amazing video. Every time man. I see that, for years I've been seeing this. I guy. swear, man, of this man shaking it down for the Lord. And uh, yeah, it's uh, Jesus Christ. What I love you, God. That's that's that was like, all right. Just, we've, we've stepped into a, a whole nother realm, but Sorry. to digress too far off. My my question is: Yes, what are we going to learn? By having, I mean, I'm okay. Sure, we Democrats or whomever, more than likely, us Democrats, want to have a um, want to have another investigation into what happened. We don't need to have an investigation. Listen, truth of the matter is, having this commission is not going to unearth anything that we don't already know. And what I mean by that is, yes, I think you said it eloquently. These were people who were coming to overthrow the government. <laughs> why? They killed the, the cop. Why? On the idea that their vote and only their vote mattered. That's let's let's make it clear because if the election had gone any other way, 
then they wouldn't feel that way. This is how crazy it is because you have states that the president at the time, Mr. 45, lost where Republican congressmen and congresswomen won their district and won their elections. And so they didn't think that there was anything wrong with the ballot when they won. However, they were like, mm, but something might have been iffy with the presidential part of the ballot. So right there, right there, we're, 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 bull, we're talking, I'm calling bullshit. All right. So boom, let's back it up. And yeah, let, 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 let's just figure this part out. Like, what are we, what, what are we investigating that we don't know? Yes, people who didn't think that anybody else's vote mattered but theirs. And and, and are they trying to find out who's behind it? Because we already know who's behind it. We already know who's behind it. We have them on tape telling people to go charge the Capitol. And we have video and, and audio. We also know that there were people who work in that building, in that Capitol building, who yes. were giving tours to people. Yes. Who let them walk right in, who followed them, who showed them which way to go. And so, and so here I am magically, talking with magically my... They, magically, they just knew that they were coming and opened up the, the barricade. For Straight you. up. Me and my co-host, who between the two of us may have one brain, we Yours. already, we already, <laughs> you're far too kind. We already have that part figured out. So what does this commission... What is this commission going to uh, to 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 reveal? What is this? So, I, I personally think it's a waste of time because we know, we know, we know. Like, go ahead. No, well, I was gonna say if it's one of those things where they have to do, you know, it's a procedure kind of thing. Um, where are we? we got to set up this committee, so we got to make it official. All right, these motherfuckers fucking, you know, started the whole thing. So uh, let's just uh, lock them all up. That's it. You know, and I That's get it. it. That's what they got to do. I get it. But it's, it is. It's another. Ten Republicans uh, voted to, in, to impeach Trump. Don't lock them up. Everybody else need to go in front of a, need to go in front of a, tribunal. Of a judge. <laughs> you need to go in front of a judge. Yeah, tribunal. Let's, let's talk about this. Mm. Like in Batman, like uh, death by execution or exile. Mm. Just get them out of here. Mm. And by, while we're at it, just go back and, and every German Nazi we put in in the you know in, in the government job after World War Two, just start rooting them out real quick, and and everybody else right after them. Just you, I don't I don't get it. I don't I don't get how you know. And this is funny. Even in our whitewashed. Uh, American history that we've been taught in our in our schools growing up, we were taught that Nazis were like the most evil people on the planet, and like here we are just letting them do whatever they want again. <laughs> yeah, people, you know, you talk about whitewash education. Um, I uh, I don't know if anybody's uh, familiar with. Um, the People's History of the United States. It was it was written by Howard Zinn, and it was so influential. It was so strong. It was so good that 
there's an organization called the Zen Education Project. And if you were to go on there, zenedproject.org, you are able to um, get your hands on some teaching materials and you can learn about American history from uh, a specific time period. What is that again? Zen? Zen Ed Project. So Z-I-N-E-D. Z-I-N-N. Z-I-N-N. E-D. E-D. Project. Project. Dot O-R-G. Oh, okay. And um, yeah, and it goes, and it goes by grade level. So if you have some churns that you want to drop this knowledge on, guess what? They will have something that you can present that child with. So just, just because you mentioned whitewashed education. And so, um, yeah, that, that's, that's a good one. That's a good one. So you can teach your kids anything about these, uh, this American history, things that, first of all, you could go ahead and get some knowledge for yourself because they have it by, so they have it by time period, theme, resource type, and grade level. So whatever it is you're looking for, and then they have it broken down for like adults and then K through 12. So you can That's get all the you want. I like it. I like it. I like it. I wonder what it's going to say about the insurrection. <laughs> no, that'll be interesting to see. If you anything know? about it is out yet, I highly doubt it. Well, yeah, not now, but I'm just but, saying, I wonder what, you know, in five years and 10 years. But that'll be interesting be like, to see something that's been you know swept under the rug or if it's going to be like hey we fucking let these racist assholes bash up the capital and uh you know uh we almost uh shit almost hit the fan and a cop died and uh yeah and a person died in there i mean what is it what is what does everybody like to say when something like that happens when it's like george floyd style oh well you play stupid games you win stupid prizes <laughs> Yeah, no, she. Uh, you know what I'm she, saying? She like, got it, though. She got it. Well, what do you what do you expect? I would expect that at the Capitol. <laughs> if you're breaking, if you're breaking in Henry, uh, the Capitol building, I would expect you to get shot. Well, they got lucky. Only one person got shot. Yeah, they should have been sprayed. Anyways, but, um, whatever. That's just me. That's just tyrant, you. Tyrant. Tyrant song. Ah, this Western sun's getting to me. Yo, varmints. It's been yeah. it's been getting to you for a little minute there. Play these boy. varmints out there, these rooting tooting varmints can get all just uh I don't even know what is uh what now is you sound like you're stepping my revolver. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now that now you sound like Howard uh yeah. Howard Dean. <laughs> We're gonna go to the states. We're gonna get all those Nazis out of here. Oh, Howard the God. Yeah. Speaking of some gods, mm. <laughs> we've got a special one. Forget how you live. Oh yes, sir. All right, yo. Let's just, get into it. Hit let's just get into it. Straight no chaser. Um, yo, shout out. Well, before I give a shout out, let me let you all. Let me give you all the proper <laughs> the proper spelling of the name. So we're talking about Mr. Rakim Powell. Now, when you hear Rakim, you're thinking R-A-K-I-M. No, no, no. No, no, no. 
because his parents had special plans for him. His parents had special plans for him, so they spelled his name R-O-C-K-I-M Powell. Rock M Powell because he was going to be the building block. <laughs> yes. He was going to be the cornerstone mm. of this get it how you live shit. So Rakim was pulled over. Yo, I'm t- traffic stops, man. Traffic mm. stops. It doesn't mm. say why. It doesn't say why, but he was pulled over um, in a traffic stop. I believe it was May 2nd, mm. 2021. Um, Beverly Hill police officers. And make sure your tags are on point. Make sure you know what I'm saying. Brake lights are on point. Make sure Listen, you're not missing any you, weird, you know, use turn signals. You don't want to get, you know, none of that. None, none of, that. of that. Over a stop, over a traffic stop. Nah, son. I'm good. So, <laughs> so they pulled him over. And, sorry, officer. My window doesn't go down. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The button's broken. And yeah, they found, <laughs> and they found some <laughs> items in his car that linked him to about. Some 30, some 30 burglaries in Beverly Hills. Mm, I like it already. Right? And then <laughs> and they were like, yo, Manza's out here. They were like, yo, Manza's out here stealing, um, stealing, what do you call it? Flat screen televisions and all that. <laughs> flat screen TVs, yeah, that was <laughs> that was a big thing for him. He was jacking everybody's flat screen. Now, the reason why Mr. Rakim gets a shout out on this "Get It How You Live" segment is because when the police found him, when the police searched his car, I don't, I, I'm guessing my man didn't know his Fourth Amendment rights. When the police searched his car, they found a mask. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of mask, Ross? They found a mask in there, and it was a lifelike mask. And it was a lifelike mask with glasses that literally made Rakim, a black man, look like a white man. My man had a lifelike mask. He had fake hair. They have video footage of him walking around with his face uncovered. And committing- white face. Straight up, that's basically it. He was a white. <laughs> he was committing crime in white. The face. hair, the hair, and everything. The brown hair. He looked had, like Dave Chappelle in the had, Chappelle show when he was the when he's playing the white guy. That doesn't straight mean. up. <laughs> he looks exactly like that. It's hilarious. Straight up, oh, and for that, that reason, and for that reason, we give Brother Rakim Prowl a shout out. The get, get it how you live. We say to you, sir, get it how you live. Shout out to Englewood. Shout out to Englewood, my G. Uh, we'll, we'll have to uh, we'll have to put a picture of him up. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So that the people know what we're talking about. I'll like, put it up man, along with I'll put it up along with the picture of my westerns of my western sons. Mm, my man was my man was walking around holding it down like it was nothing. Bro, that that picture of him, that security picture. Yo, like the, the a, you ever watch that show Atlanta? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Teddy Perkins. 
Petty Perkins. That's what I thought about when I saw that security footage. I was like, yo. Yeah, are they going to come out with a new season for that? Yeah, season three. They got season three ready. All right. I'm not a big Donald Glover fan. Um, I love Atlanta. Yeah, Lynn's good, but I just, I just don't like him. Why? I don't know. Something about him. Okay, that's 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 okay. I I'm not I'm not gonna dig any deeper. <laughs> <laughs> I'm usually right about these feelings, Ross. Oh, okay. I'm usually right. All right. <laughs> hey, Yo. I'm not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> Hit it's not up, a man. good enough response. It's not a good enough answer for me. But you know what? <laughs> I'm a, it's I'm enough, though. It's enough of an answer, Ross. That's enough. I don't know answer. that it's enough of an answer or that I just know better than to keep digging. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably the latter, my friend. Especially since you had that Western sun in your system. Got the Western suns in my system. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I don't, I don't want to get my feelings. I'm the meanest, rootinest, tootinest varmint this side of Mississippi. Yeah. <laughs> I rest my case. <laughs> yeah. This Western suns boy got me, got me thinking. I, I want to go out west. You know what I mean? I'll go to Texas. Maybe. <laughs> With some Western suns. Shout yeah, out. Give me, shout give out me to some shout outs, Ralph. Oh, some, you know what? Let me get some um, of your shout outs, old varmint doggy. I want to give a shout out to whomever, whomever decided to stock Western Sun at that yep. point. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever yeah. it is that you win. Give me that Western Sun. Shout out to them. And then I want to give another shout out to whoever thought, you know what? You know what's really going to get the people? Let's make this a buy one, get one free. Oh, a two for one. You know what I'm saying? So whoever thought that the two for one was a good idea, it was a good idea, sir. Or madam. Got the two for one over at the Western Sun. Yeah. So, so that's that's the extent of my shout outs I today. wish I had some, like, what are they, like stirrups? So I could, like, sounds like I got a pocket full of change every time I take a step. Ching. Yo, Ching. He's funny. you know, with like some spurs. Give <laughs> <laughs> myself a big ass cowboy hat like Bugs Bunny. I'm dating myself now because I don't think anybody watches Bugs Bunny anymore. But uh, they should. Uh, Yosemite Sam style. Maybe, maybe not the original Bugs Bunnies, but um, definitely the the Looney Tune show. Yosemite Sam style when they're those like on the back of the big old semi truck that says back off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh wow. <laughs> that was a deep cut. That was a deep cut. Respect. But back off. I'm a Western son. Got myself some Western sons. Vodka. Yeah. That was a deep cut. Respect. Respect. Some something, something like that, no? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I'm with it. I'm so what are they? Mud flaps to say back off. Mud flaps. That's when you know. That's when you know you're in trouble when you see a guy like that pull up and he's got those mud flaps to say back off. That's that's when you. That's when you're like, you know what? Maybe I will back off. I would. I mean, that's two Yosemite Sams, four Straight guns, up. one 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 revolver, one pistol in each hand. <laughs> Fact. The mud flaps staring at you. Nah, I'm I'm good. 
That's a fact. <laughs> oh man. Um yeah, what about you? Any shout outs? Because I I'm just gonna shout out um just gonna shout out whoever's related to Western Sun. I'll let you take it from there. <laughs> nah, nothing crazy. Uh, regular old shout outs. Uh the boys over at uh LA Insurance. Um holler at my man Alan, holler at my man Ray, holler at my man Charles. Charlie. Um, let's see, what else they got going on? They got the office over off OBT, uh, across from the Florida Mall, uh, right past the overpass from the turnpike. Mm-hmm, and they mm-hmm. got the office in Boggy Creek, right across from uh, the public. Right on, right on. Um, I'm trying to think. Didn't you like you you didn't didn't Alan reach out to you or, or... Yeah, he did, yo. He's a good man. Yeah. He's so... a good man. Like, like I hit my, my name because I'm the primary on the insurance. My name came across the screen for a car accident, and uh, he hollered at me because you know heads be running all kinds of scams. Mm. <laughs> so it was kind of like, yo, that's your man that you brought this to us. Let's make sure that you. But he was like, all right, yo, let me let me check with my man, make sure he all right. You know what I'm saying? I appreciated that. That was mad cool of him to do. Yeah, man. Um. So yeah, Alan Ray Charles, holler at them for all your insurance needs and uh and uh like realty needs too. They, they got a bunch of stuff going on. Um holler at a shout out at Be Nice and Tori and uh AMH all my homies and Q and all those boys, Beta and uh and KB and just that whole squad. Um you catch me out at Be Nice on the corner of uh Rosin and Washington on Monday nights. Uh craft beers, wine, um and a good time. Just Come through, check me out. I'm usually there at, right at six o'clock. Uh, till close, and then uh, shout out to Jay Wilson, uh, LFT uh, websites. Yeah, that's what it is, right? LFT websites, yeah, simple, clean, reliable. Oh man, I'm that's Western Sun's really <laughs> Melissa Wilson, LFT Realty Inc., the first LGBTQ or one of the only or up and coming LGBTQ, uh, like uh, realty firms. Uh, shout out to Kenya Robinson, the Blixel Restock Image Project, and everything else she got going on. Um, bro, she's got a lot of cool stuff. Her Instagram is neat. She, she does a lot of things. Her pictures look really cool. So shout out to that. Shout out to Long Shots Bar and Billiards, bro. Shout out to those boys out on uh, out at 27, out in the Crossroads area. To my boys, Mo. Happy birthday to Mo, because I know it's his birthday, I think, tonight at midnight. I was thinking about making the drive over there, but... You're going to fall back. That's a long drive. Yeah, I might just fall asleep right after this. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> True. Shout out to Mo. Happy birthday to my man Mo uh, today. Uh, shout out to Harold and uh, his beautiful baby. And uh, shout out to Slices New York Pizza out there. Shout out to Alex doing his thing. Um, so, yeah. So, those uh, that's pretty much it. I don't really think I got any other. I don't think I have any other shout outs, really. I mean, like, shout outs to uh, just to life for always just being there to kick my ass, you know? Mm. Oh, and I'm going to do one more thing. Something that I don't do enough, <laughs> but I will do it right now. Number one, follow us on Facebook. Oh, I like that. It's Get It How You Live with a U, not Y-O-U, just a U. Mm-hmm. But also, I'm on the Twitters <laughs> at Haitian Ross 83 Oh, I like it. I'm not a I'm not a sailor, but I cuss a lot. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> and I'm also Haitian Ross, no eight three, on the Instagrams. There you go. Mm, I just right. I just mentioned my social medias. 
Yeah, I like it. I like it. Holler at your boys. Uh, yeah, follow us on Facebook. Get it how you live with a U, like Ross said. Um, I try to post up, just, you know, some hopefully uh, interesting articles that I think are interesting and people should read. Um, very informative stuff on there, you know. Uh, how about your boy on Instagram, Saul underscore wall underscore. Uh, and on Twitter, Solly D's, S-A-U-L-Y-D-E-E-Z. He's going to be D's nuts. And, but, and uh, yo, if you know of any jobs, that's that's another thing. It's just Solly D's nuts. If you know <laughs> of any jobs, please message us. So oh, yeah. These jobs, you know what I mean? There's, there's this uh, narrative out there that people aren't applying for jobs because life is just that sweet living off of uh, unemployment benefits. But we know the truth. And it's just that. You know, these realized jobs ain't really trying to pay nobody. So if you know of any jobs that are paying living wages, if you're working for someone or some organization and you're happy to be working for them and they're looking for help, let us know about these jobs. We'd love to post them on our page, you know, as opposed to just putting up the usual, like, yo, FEMA is hiring. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And I know they give you, like, sign-on bonuses, so you know what I mean? Help yourself. Help yourself help somebody else. Yeah, and you might get some bread for referring somebody or something like that. Just, you know, just just please, please feel free to uh, let us know who's hiring, and we'd like to let our listeners, all 10 of them, um, know that there are some jobs out there. And it doesn't necessarily have to be restricted to the Central Florida area. Um, you know, We're internationally known, baby. We are internationally known, and also in the age since the since the age of the COVID, uh, a lot of employers are now not afraid to have remote employees. So hmm. we love to, exactly. Facts. So we, we, we love. I think we to, might have eleven listeners now, Ross. Eleven, yo. I'm shooting for a baker's dozen. Hopefully, <laughs> whoever that number eleven is, I'm sorry for forgetting you. I'm sorry for not mentioning you. That's my bad. <laughs> That's my bad. I love you all like you're my own children. <laughs> wow! 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 And on that note, <laughs> hey, I gotta talk about my life as I see it. Mm. You know how we do every week. Get it how you live with a you. Holler at us. Uh, yo, I got to put the hate line back up. I keep forgetting about that. Uh, uh, yes. I'll get back it's, it's about to be the Knicks playoff line because uh, I might just uh, I might just send myself back a month to go to Atlanta to watch the Knicks game. Nice. I don't care what anybody says. I don't have kids or a wife. I could do it. Yeah. Come on, man. This <laughs> is America, baby. All right, peace, everybody. All right, peace.